and welcome back to politics hello although i call it politics and my name is fresh and i'm tai and this is our year in wrap up episode for 2023 yeah so i want to make this a somewhat evergreen episode so i won't really do clean up from last week okay because i have a few things that are we made mistakes that i want to go back on yeah. but there's this one thing where i said that there's a rick and morty copy pasta do you recall that yes i do so uh i just wanted to quote it okay just so everyone is familiar with it and maybe i can refer to this uh, again in the future right so quote to be fair you have to have a very high q to understand rick and morty the humor is extremely subtle and without a solid grasp of theoretical physics most of the jokes will go over a typical viewer's head there's also rick's nihilistic outlook which is definitely woven into his characterization His personal philosophy draws heavily from Narodnaya Volya literature. For instance, the oh sorry. The fans understand the stuff. They have the intellectual capacity to truly appreciate the depths of these jokes, to realize that they're not just funny. There's something deep about life. And life is in all capitals. As a consequence, people who dislike Rick and Morty truly are idiots. but i in capitals again in both cases he is capitalizing the wrong thing <laughs> <laughs> they say something deep deep should be in capitals right yes. as a uh, truly should be the either truly or idiots should be in capitals <laughs> but he chose r <laughs> but anyway sorry i'm not here to criticize his uh, <laughs> he's typing of course they wouldn't appreciate for instance the human rick's existential catchphrase wabalabadabdab <laughs> which itself is a cryptic reference to turgenev's russian epic fathers and sons i'm smirking right now just imagining one of those adult patted simpletons scratching their heads in confusion as dan harmon's genius wit unfolds itself on their television screens what fools how i pity them and it's the crying laughing emoji <laughs> the crying laughing where you're like it's like your face is forward it's not like to the side you, you know right <laughs> the, the straight cry laugh yes this is the awful all right then this is his he made like a a line ending and this is the second point and yes by the way i do have a rick and morty tattoo and no you cannot see it it's for the ladies eyes only and even then they have to demonstrate that they're within 5 iq points of my own preferably lower before and <laughs> nothing personal kid and the emoji would like the glasses <laughs> now by the way he spelled personal as personnel which is the <laughs> personnel is the people at work like <laughs> but yes this is great i think about this all the time it's just like a kid show it's an animated <laughs> ca- cartoon for teens and he's like <laughs> actually this is something truly deep about life blah 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 every time i think about this i laugh uh my favorite part is the humor in rick's existential catchphrase wabalabadabdab <laughs> which itself is a cryptic reference to and if it's a cryptic reference it's probably not a reference is it it's just, if you had to <laughs> jump through loops to <laughs> to make sure like to make it fit you know it probably isn't a reference is it but whatever i just thought that's fucking funny as well <laughs> this came out like i don't know in 2017 maybe so it's been like spinning around in my brain all the time any time somebody mentions rick and morty i'm like <laughs> you don't have the ability to <laughs> to appreciate it yeah um 
and this is why people say they hate the Rick and Morty fan base. Okay. This is just one person, but this is endemic of the culture surrounding them. Ma- watching a TV show makes you better than other people in their minds. <laughs> which, <laughs> you know what? They're right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for criticizing them and making fun of his uh, his word choices. He's right. He watches a TV show. We don't watch TV. Nobody, <laughs> nobody else has access to televisions around the world. It's him. He's the only one. <laughs> Just him. Right. So we're not doing the usual news and, you know, our segment. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we're just going to be doing the, well, I, I don't want to say awards because some of these are negative things. So yeah. <laughs> uh, what we decided to do is have a common five categories, which is just, you know, the four actors, actor, actress, best supporting for the two yeah. and uh, best picture. Yeah. And it's just kind of assumed best picture and best director are the in, same. intertangle, inter point right uh, there's certain people who are hardliners for that they're like how can you not be the best director if you directed the best movie yeah but um i don't do that in my personal life yeah. but i guess it's the the podcast uh, <laughs> stance that it's, <laughs> it's a hardline thing right so uh, there's five common ones then I do a minimum of five and you do a minimum of five. Yes. So in the worst case scenario, we both have the exact same categories. Yes. And we only have 10 categories. Yes. The five that are common and then the five that we both... (laughs) (laughs) That we both independently (laughs) thought of. So a minimum of 10 and uh, we both said a minimum of five each for us. So you, you could have done like 15. Yeah. I could have done like... Six, <laughs> you know, or five on the dot. Yeah. Or, you know, a hundred million. A hundred million. Yes. The thing is, from the time we spoke about this till now, I yes. don't think, I don't think you could have done a hundred million in one. So I'm capping it at a <laughs> hundred million only. So, <laughs> yeah. Unless, you know, you're just very quick, you know, maybe, maybe you asked that quizzically because I'm underestimating you. <laughs> That's what you're saying. <laughs> I've actually got a hundred million in two. All right. So do you want to do the common ones first or do you just want to go in random order? Um, I would say do the common ones first. All right. So which one do you want to start with? Um, let's go for best actor. Sure. So just go actor, actress, supporting actress, supporting actress. Yeah. All right. And then, well, I want to say best picture for last. Yeah. Okay. okay. So first four and then we'll go through. Right. Right. So best actor, read out your nominees. Um, oh, I didn't do nominees. I just, you just gave a winner. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Great stuff. (laughs) Well, let me go through my nominees and then we can you know speak about the winner okay so first of all i have joaquin phoenix as napoleon okay which <laughs> you know uh i've just been seeing over the past couple of weeks that people hate napoleon yeah people well they're more hated for the historical inaccuracy yeah and they're making fun of joaquin phoenix in this movie because like we don't really mention in our episode but he does like these weird like pig noises yeah. To signify he wants to have sex with his wife. Yeah. He goes, which <laughs> I found hilarious, but people are making fun of it and yeah. they say it sucks, but I loved it. <laughs> I thought this was an outstanding performance. Yeah. And like I mentioned in the episode, better than Bo is Afraid, even though I prefer Bo is Afraid as the movie 
you know. Yeah. Um, secondly, I have Nicolas Cage in Dream Scenario. Okay. It, um, it's not the direct episode before this because yeah. we have some commentaries coming in. Yeah. But the last episode that we recorded. Yes. Uh, a phenomenal performance um, in a phenomenal movie. In a phenomenal <laughs> <laughs> yes, in a good movie. <laughs> he's like I don't know how to say this. He's it's it's not subtle. Yeah. And it's not too over the top. It's just that perfect uh sweet spot where I'm like this is uh you know <laughs> like this is kind of perfect like uh you're you're hearing that sweet spot that I'm just, just tingling or it's making my bones tingle you know like the, <laughs> I'm getting such a great vibe from this it's the goldilocks zone of acting yes um Cillian Murphy as Oppenheimer or in Oppenheimer I should yeah. say <laughs> as well, an in yeah right he I think I've been underrating this performance okay so I I only watched it once in theaters right and last week I rewatched it Okay. Just to, you know, <laughs> in preparation for this show. Yeah. And yes, I he's doing so much uh, like eye acting. He has very piercing blue eyes. Yeah. And he uses it very well. Cuz yeah. you know, you can have piercing blue eyes but you don't do anything with it. You do yeah. fuck all. So <laughs> I'm glad he and he is very subtle. You yeah. know, as opposed to Nicolas Cage who's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, well, not all over the place, but uh, a much more alert and like energized yeah. performance compared mm. to Cillian and I like I said I'm uh, I underrated it but he definitely deserves to be in this five I can say that this top three were considered by me okay as well, so <laughs> very nice yeah Barry Keown in Saltburn okay that was not considered okay. by me so I only watched this very recently okay I, I've been waiting for this this movie came out like two months ago Okay. And it came out on streaming like 2 weeks ago. Yeah. So again, just in preparation for this episode, I watched Saltburn. Right. Uh which has been getting rave reviews. The movie I think is kind of dumb. Okay. <laughs> but this performance is wonderful. Okay. Very similar to Promising Young Woman Emerald. Oh, it's the same director. Right. <laughs> Emerald Fennell. Okay. Um in Promising Young Woman, Carrie Mulligan is phenomenal. She okay. I think she was nominated for best actress. Oh, but I can't remember right now. But okay. the movie itself I thought was very strong until the third act, which right. kind of falls apart. Similarly here, it's somewhat of a mystery. Okay. And in the third act it kind of falls apart. But uh Barry Keown, he's the Joker in the Robert Pattinson universe. Yeah. He uh phenomenal. Okay. I've enjoyed him. I keep saying phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> but he was. He was. There's a great scene where he like dances around the house naked. Uh you know, you see full hog. Uh it's <laughs> That's not why I'm That's not why I'm, you know, nominating him, but I just thought he was great. Okay. That's enough. Yeah. Then TOU in Past Lives. Right. Which if Cillian Murphy is uh understated Yeah. This guy is <laughs> he's on the board of like you know like I said in the oh by the way the yeah. guy who's the main character in um that racing movie uh I want to say Grand Prix but it's not. 
Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo. <laughs> <laughs> the main character in Gran Turismo is the a a supporting character in Saltburn. Oh. Yes. Okay. And I call him a charisma vacuum in Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's pretty great in Saltburn. Okay. Similarly, TOU, I see how somebody else may say he is like lacking charisma. Yeah. But I think that's an intentional choice to play him as like this understated, very like, he's not an excitable guy. He's yeah. like one of those str- strong, steady kind of guys. Okay. And yeah. I think that's, it's a very intentional choice. And I, I love this movie and I loved him in it. Mm. So yeah. Do we, can we speak about the winner? Yeah. Who's your winner? My winner is Nicolas Cage in Dream Scenario. <laughs> Which is mine as well. <laughs> so, uh, I was going to say we should, like, at the end yeah. of every category, like, kind of debate who, you know... Who the the winner. Yes. Or, like, so, why they are the winner. And no, like, uh, you have one, I have one. And yeah. then we can argue. <laughs> right? <laughs> but for this one, we have the same person. So, pretty great, right? Uh, so in agreement well you didn't say anything I've already said my piece about Nicolas Cage yeah I um, so originally I was thinking it's just recency bias mm. you know I'd seen uh, Dream Scenario most recently and yes so, similarly uh, sorry to interrupt mm. I a lot of my picks here I'm wondering if it's just recency bias so, yeah but then again we only had like about a week to put to, it together so yeah. obviously stuff that's near closer to your mind you know you're gonna think about more yeah but yes sorry to interrupt yes carry on but um then i went back and really well i didn't watch the movies but i looked through my notes on them again yeah similarly yeah and in my notes i was just raving about nicholas cage <laughs> so much more than joaquin phoenix and mm. cillian murphy in their respective yes, movies yes and so i thought that the best choice would be Nicolas Cage. Yes. And, well, it shouldn't be the case, but a lot of people, like me, <laughs> <laughs> we we also think about the, the story. Yeah. So Nicolas Cage, he, he won for leaving Las Vegas in the 90s. Yeah. And he has this career where he's, he's become a, a meme and people make fun <laughs> of him. Right, yes. and now in the Nicholas Cage sense, where <laughs> <laughs> he's been in just uh, outstanding movies, pig, and outstanding performances in outstanding movies. Yeah, pig, the unbearable weight of massive talent. This movie, uh, yes, uh, he's just had a very very good run recently. Yeah, and I think that would be, uh, you know, it would be wonderful to cap that with an Oscar for Dream Scenario. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Any other things to say? Uh, not about this. Okay. So can we move on to best actress? Yeah. All right. Am I going to do, uh, <laughs> am I going to have to give mine again, uh, the explanations first? Do you yeah, only have yeah. a winner for every category? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't think it through. Jennifer Lawrence, no hard feelings. I love this movie. Okay. I thought it was a great comedy. Um, just her she's like a tour de force okay and you know they don't really make these kind of movies anymore these uh actor led comedies yeah where they're just selling it entirely on the name of the actors yeah and yes i thought this was a throwback to a time 
maybe like even 4 or 5 years ago <laughs> not not that the best ones were coming out 4 or 5 years ago that they were still making them 4 or 5 years ago right um but yes i just enjoyed the movie i enjoyed her performance she's a perennial uh oscar nominee yeah she's already won for i think either silver linings playbook or what's that other fucking one she's in i don't know she's been in a few uh, movies american hustle uh I think yeah but whatever the case is I I think she deserves a nomination. Okay. Next thing is Greta Lee. You know I said TOU in Past Lives. Yeah. Greta Lee is the standout in Past Lives. Okay. She is like I don't know it's like a breath of fresh air. I don't <laughs> know how to explain it. Okay. Uh precisely but you know I said that TOU is very low on charisma. Mm. It's because Greta Lee is doing all the heavy lifting. Right. Like I said, I I do appreciate what he's doing, but she's kind of like the energetic one. Yeah. Well, she's not that energetic, but more so than him. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's another character I'm going to talk about just now. Okay. But yes, I thought she was great. Uh and I just love this movie so much. Right. Right. Um Next I have Carrie Mulligan in Maestro. Okay. Which I spoke about a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh and I'm going to say the same thing I said in that episode. It's the perfect movie to demonstrate the bad acting and good acting. <laughs> Because <laughs> Carrie Mulligan is amazing. Right. She is the best in that movie. Okay. And you have Bradley Cooper who is horribly overacting. <laughs> right? The and, perfect combo. Yes. Yes. So Uh, I think if you just watch that movie you see what he's doing and you see what she's doing and you see the gap in between like a good and a bad actor. Well, yeah. I don't think Bradley Cooper is a bad actor. I think he just made some bad choices in this role. Right. Oh, let me not say bad choices. Choices that I disagree with in this role. Okay. Let's say that. Yeah. So, yes, Carrie Mulligan phenomenal. Right. And another time I use that word. <laughs> <laughs> Next we have Mia Goth in Infinity Pool. Okay. And you know I said we dealing with recency bias. Yeah. This came out in January. Okay. And it's been kind of you know at the back of my mind the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh Mia Goth is one of my new favorite actresses. Okay. But she's kind of like okay, she's in A24 movies but not the good ones. <laughs> she's <laughs> She was a movie in a movie called X which I thought was dog shit. Okay. Um the prequel to X is called Pearl yeah. which I thought was way better and she is great in it. Right. She's a supporting character in X and she's the main character in Pearl. Okay. Actually she might be the main character in X as well. But right. what well, should I spoil it? Uh yeah, I would. It's like a horror movie and she's the one that survives at the end. Oh. So I guess she's the main character. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. But she was in a movie this year with Baby Cronenberg. Okay. Do you know who Baby Cronenberg is? Nope. Is uh Fuck, I forget his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brandon, Brandon Cronenberg. He is the son of David Cronenberg, legendary horror director. Okay. Is it horror? Well, yeah, it's like body horror. Because I don't feel like scared in his movies. I just feel like more disgusted. Yeah. That's is that's that's not a horror, you know. Yeah. Um, it's disgusting. That's a, that should be <laughs> its own genre, the disgusting genre. <laughs> But 
Yes, uh, Baby Cronenberg made a horror movie called Infinity Pool. Okay. Which I don't want to spoil. Very cool sci-fi movie. Okay. Uh, and she's great in it. She does, you know, <laughs> it it walks the fine line of she's overacting. Right. She, I mean, she's just in that perfect zone, and similarly to Nicolas Cage, but I don't think she was as good. Okay. Right. Uh, who's your uh, fuck me? One more. Uh, nominee Lily yeah. Gladstone in Killers of the Flower Moon yeah which I don't think she was the standout okay but she was good and yeah she held her own against DiCaprio and De Niro so yeah. you know pretty great yeah um, do you have a winner it was actually Lily Gladstone in Killers of the Flower Moon fair enough I have Carrie Mulligan in Maestro as the winner okay but seeing as we both have Lily Gladstone uh, nominated, yeah, we can just agree that she's the winner, <laughs> okay. right? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I love Carrie Mulligan, yeah, but Lily Gladstone is not that far off her that I would be upset or be like, oh, that's a robbery yeah. if, if she were to win. That's, okay, that, that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, right. Uh, best supporting actor. <sighs> Should I even go through it? I know. <laughs> I have a clear winner. Yes. Let, let me just go through it. That, that's very... That's fucked up of me. Okay. Right? Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer. Who's going to be the winner? <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to spoil, but fuck it all. I, uh, we mentioned on the episode, he is... That's the best performance he's given in many, many years. Yeah. I want to say since Chaplin in the 80s, 90s. Which is a very long time ago. Yes. Um, the entire movie is a denouncement of the superhero genre. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> getting him in was, you know, wonderful stunt casting. But his, you can't control for the fact that he gives this tower, towering performance that, like, you know, you you, <laughs> you don't think, like, there'd be a villain in this. Or you think the villain would be like Harry Truman. Yeah. Who is in it, but he's not the villain. Yeah. And he carries this movie for me. Okay. Uh, he's just the best. Well, he doesn't have that much screen time. Yeah. And he still stands out so so hugely to me. He and must be doing something, right? Yeah. <laughs> so once again, he's going to be my winner. But, okay. Um, next, we have Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay. If this were like maybe last year, he would have probably won it. Yeah. It's just very unfortunate. Uh, Downey is in the pocket <laughs> this year, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Uh, like we mentioned on the episode, it's it's one of his best in years, um, yeah. best performances in years, I should say. Yeah. And you know, we are just talking about the story. Yeah. De Niro. Similarly, you know what I said? We don't know comedy De Niro. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> we do know comedy De Niro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Actually, yes. You and I grew up in the era where on, what he only did was comedy. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> <laughs> in the, the 70s and 80s, he was known as this avant-garde, you know, uh, starring in serious movies actor. Yeah. You know, he would... another. I want to say he was perennially nominated, but he wasn't really. Yeah. <laughs> he was nominated for, I think, Taxi Driver, uh, Raging Bull, which I think he won, and Godfather 2, which he won for Best Supporting. Okay. So it would be this, 
you know, a wonderful end to a career. Well, I don't know how many more movies he has in him, but like, you know, early in his career and very late on in his career, he wins the Oscar. Yeah. That would be... It gets <laughs> capped very nicely. Yeah. You know, this is the same thing I said about Nicolas Cage. Yeah. De Niro has gone through a similar thing, but not as... Well, he was in Bad Grandpa, yeah. which a lot of people... Sight <laughs> 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 so is like a very... One of the worst movies of the 2010s. <laughs> so, you know, like I said, for our generation, we don't view him as that towering yeah. actor. And mm. this, I think, would solidify him for like another generation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then we have Mahershala Ali in Leave the World Behind. Okay. Uh, I mentioned this a few... Uh, in the Dream Starter episode. Yeah. Sam Ismail movie. Mm. He's another just perennial Oscar nominee because he's always great. He's yeah. always just giving you, you know, the best fucking performance. Yeah. Again, I, he has a very small role here. He's, he's in pretty much most of the movie. Yeah. But he doesn't do much. It's, uh, And to be fair, this is the only Leave the World Behind nomination I'm giving because all of them, even though I, I adore the movie, all of them, like, didn't have much to do. Right. I wouldn't say. Okay. Did you watch it? No. It's. I'm not saying they didn't have a lot to do. I just didn't like it. Okay. But he, just, all the time, yeah. just hitting it out of the park. So, just definite domination. Yeah. Uh, next, I have Hugh Grant in Jonker, who has the <laughs> the Oompa Loompa. I. <laughs> I had such an amazing time <laughs> with him. Every time he was on the screen, I was like, this guy is great. <laughs> uh, when he like does a little dance. Um, yeah, just... I don't know, it's just charming. Yeah. You know, like... Uh, I can't say too much more about that. that that's just the... Sig- that's his signature thing, being yeah. charming. That's... If, I don't know if you know his 90s run. No. Okay, but that was just his one move. <laughs> in <laughs> every movie. Charming. He's just kind of like a mess. Like right. his hair will be a mess and everything's going wrong in his life. But like a woman will come along and he's just the most charming man <laughs> in the world. And it's like... <laughs> he, in Pretty Woman... Is it Pretty Woman? No, it's it's Notting Hill. Okay. Julia Roberts falls in love with him. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just based on charm. Or as in modern day we'd call it... Riz. Oh. Like uh, Rizzler, you know, yeah. the paper. <laughs> the paper rolled cigarettes with, like that. Riz. Yes. Finally, I have John Majaro in Past Lives. Okay. He's the third in the... Like, I think this got the most nominations for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? At least so far. Um, the three of them, it's, it's a love triangle. Right. And he's the most energetic, you know what I was saying? Yeah. Where... She's caught in this thing between this one guy who's a very, you know, like I said, stoic, very like strong type. Yeah. And this guy who's like a, is a little, little bit more manic, a little bit like he cracks jokes more. Right. Uh, but the, the first guy is a lot like he's more attractive. Okay. And she grew up with him. Oh. John Majaro is like who she met later in life and fell in love with. The new kid on the block. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they they actually married. Oh. I don't want to, again, spoil it too much because, well, you can't really spoil it. It's one of those, like, love stories. Yeah. It's not, like, relying on a twist in the same way that 
I don't know, like a Marvel movie would. Yeah. Or like, you know, a cameo. Yeah. Right. It's it's yeah. So, <laughs> like I mentioned, Downey Jr. winner. Uh, who did you have? I had Robert De Niro. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where I'm gonna fight. Okay. Is, <laughs> you know, you gotta choose your your battles, and this is it. Uh, well, this is a battle. Well, say your piece. So, for me, it was like you said. Robert De Niro has been a lot more comedic um, within our lifetime, specifically. So for me, it was really kind of refreshing to see him take on a more serious role, and I loved his performance specifically, like going into that more stoic role. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So that's that's why he won for me. Yeah. I like his accent. Okay. That's, uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't slip at all at you know once throughout the movie. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm giving in. <laughs> <laughs> because like, I, I don't really want to argue. I've said my piece already. There's there's nothing else I can bring out that's like, oh, but what about this? <laughs> I've said what I had to say about Downey. I've said what I had to say about De Niro. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of opinion that, you know, I prefer one, you prefer the other. Yeah. They're both... I nominated them both, <laughs> so I obviously hold them both in esteem. Yeah. Right? Makes sense. <sighs> Supporting actress. Okay. So, I thought this, this was a very poor year for supporting actress. Yeah. I was going through all the movies I watched and, like, I couldn't come up with many, so I only have four nominees. Okay. Instead of the usual five. Yeah. So, first of all, I have Patty Lupin in Bo is Afraid. Okay. Who's the mother of Bo. Right. Yeah. Uh, she's in the movie for like maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> she's amazing. She has this outstanding monologue. Yeah. And yeah, just liked it a lot. Fair enough. Then we have Viola Davis in the hung, in the younger games. Yeah. Which <laughs> it's a combination of her costumes, the writing, her performance, but she is outstanding. Right. I I loved her. Uh she's probably the standout of that movie for me. Yeah. It's it's yeah. The scenes that she's in, she put the movie on her back and just carried it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know <laughs> You know that story where like uh I was walking on the beach with Jesus. Yeah. And then there were only two footprints because he abandoned me. Yeah. And then guess what? He was carrying you. <laughs> and that was Viola Davis for this movie. <laughs> Where you only saw one set of footprints in the sand. That was Viola Davis carrying the younger games. <laughs> All right. Then I have Iman Vilar... Iman Vilar... You can do it. Iman Vellani for the Marvels. There it is. <laughs> she played Miss Marvel. Like I meant, uh, like I said for Hugh Grant. Yeah. This is just on charm alone. She was obviously the best part of that movie. Yeah. Um, everything I said for Hugh Grant goes double for Iman Vellani. <laughs> 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 she, in a, in a, I don't think it's a horrible movie. Yeah. But it's not great. And in that not greatness... She's the reason why it's not great. Right. I mean, 
I understand the sentence that I said where yeah, where I said she's the reason it's not great. Yes. No, she's the reason it's not horrific and uh. it's only not great. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's she she brought it up. Uh she brought up the whole the 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 the, the, the movie. The movie. She was such a shining light in it and I I hope she gets like a a bigger role in the future. Yeah. Uh Well, this is very similar to what happened in the comics. Okay. People were like well, because obviously Carol, she stopped being Miss Marvel, she became Captain Marvel. Yeah. And so they had the character of Miss Marvel open. Okay. And when they created Kamala Khan in like 2010 or whatever. Yeah. It's people hated her. Right. <laughs> and then like over time just her charisma just like <laughs> <laughs> won people over and like she's one of the at the moment she's a very beloved character in the comics. Right. And similarly I think in the movies they got such a a great actress to that embodies that same feeling. Yeah. At least to me. Yeah. Then I have Tilda Swinton in The Killer. Okay. Uh I'll speak to The Killer. I'll speak about The Killer at another place, but she is in like a nice 5-minute segment. Okay. And she's doing Tilda Swinton things. She's <laughs> like <laughs> It's I don't want to be rude, but she has a very like plain face. Okay. So you don't expect her to be as expressive as she is. Right. She's very good with face acting. Right. She but again like I said you wouldn't expect it but she is. Yeah. And she in only 5 minutes of screen time I uh, I thought she was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And again it's only four nominees. My winner is Patty Lupone for Bo's Afraid. You're not going to believe this. Who do you have? Patty Lupone in Bo's Afraid. I thought you hated that movie. I did, but she was so good. It transcends the. It, it transcends wow. the dislike of the, the movie. Wow. Yeah, it may amazing. Yeah. Yes. Do you have anything else you want to say? Um, no, not really. All right. <laughs> that was about it. Um. Okay. So let's go from the beginning. Our, our own personal topics. Right. Do you want to start or should I start? Uh, I can start. Okay. So start. So um, my first uh point, I guess. is the biggest surprise. <laughs> All right, well I have the same category. <laughs> <laughs> But well, I have them as two categories. Okay. One is biggest disappointment, one is biggest surprise. Um because surprise yeah. can be positive or negative. Yeah. And I'm using that that word surprise in a positive sense. Yeah, we've got the same points. All right. All right. So what is your Well, do you want to go from 5 to 1? However you want to do it. I have once again only done a winner. Okay. <laughs> I'll go through mine, right? Okay. Number 5, The Pope's Exorcist. Okay. Oh, I should say uh before this, right? Right. There can't be any expectations. Okay. I can't be like, "Oh, this A24 movie was great." Yeah. You know like <laughs> right. I'm expecting an Ave 24 movie to be great. Yeah. That, that that that's what I'm saying like uh it has to just I wasn't expecting anything and then boom this thing just <laughs> you know got me. Yeah. Um first of all the Pope's Exorcist. Okay. You told me it was garbage. 
I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, you said it was bad. Yeah, and I thought it was so funny. <laughs> so <laughs> Russell Crowe is having a ball. It's it's uh, yes, I really loved Russell Crowe. It was very hard to not put him in my best actor <laughs> category, but you know, uh, it is what it is. Okay. Uh, this movie only somewhat broke my heart okay. because if you remember in the trailer they say if you have a problem with me take it up with my boss dot 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 the pope <laughs> <laughs> in the movie though those are split into two separate things where he says if you have a problem with me take it up with my boss end of the scene yeah uh, something something happens in the movie the pope <laughs> so it kind of broke my heart. They didn't say the line, but uh, I still had like a unbelievable time with it in comparison to what I expected. Yeah. So, the Pope's Exorcist number five. Okay. Number four, The Sound of Freedom, which uh, <laughs> you wouldn't think. I when I first heard about it, again I was told that this is right wing dross. Right. And it is right wing dross. Okay. <laughs> but it's you know very well shot. I mentioned this in whatever recommendation segment uh, I was doing. Yeah. It is right-wing dross, but it's very well shot. Um, the acting is bad. Okay. But <laughs> I just had a ball with this movie, right? Right. And the white hat pedophile, where he's like... <laughs> he's the guy helping the main guy. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I was at a hotel once. Yeah. And I was with this girl. <laughs> it turned out she was 12. <laughs> and it's like, oh, so you should be in jail then. <laughs> oh, what the hell are you doing here, bro? <laughs> Who put you in charge of this mission to, to find more children? You know what? <laughs> you should be on a watch list. Although, you would be the best at finding children. <sighs> I'm going to move on. I'm just going <laughs> to ignore that. Jesus. <laughs> but yes, that made me laugh when <laughs> in the movie. Number three, Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Which, again, no expectations. I planned on not watching that movie and never watching that movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have no uh, affinity for Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. I've just seen it in the TV show Stranger Things. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Well, I've maybe wanted to play it once. Okay. But, like, just for the experience. Yeah. It's just, I'm not. <laughs> who would we have as the dungeon master you know there's I yeah. don't know who's that committed yeah. like I'm that committed but I don't know the rules and I'd like to be a player not the dungeon master like dungeon master is like a, an experienced player yeah so I want to at least like play <laughs> you know instead of being the dungeon master yeah and this movie was way more fun than I thought it was way uh, just better than it has any right to be okay yeah <laughs> I, I, again just a ball. A ball. Right. A soccer ball. Jabulani, the soccer ball from the 2010 World Cup. That's what I had. A ball with it. <laughs> right. Then, in second place, I have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Mutant Mayhem. Okay. And I thought this movie took Spider-Verse's lunch bunny. Right. It's... It beat it up and it took its lunch yes. bunny. Spider-Verse in 2018. Well, I'm going to mention it later, but... That was such a breath of fresh air. That was a hard 10. Yeah. Amazing movie. Yeah. The sequel, I thought, was kind of sucked. Okay. So, I thought Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles using that 
different types of animation yeah uh you know such a interesting story yeah it was it's the spider-verse 2018 of 2023 <laughs> in the year where there was another spider-verse movie <laughs> this was the the spider-verse of the year right i think okay and in first place i have transformers rise of the beasts <laughs> which <laughs> um <laughs> i've only had negative connotations towards the Transformers movie. Okay. Right because it's Michael Bay and all of them suck shit. Yeah. And I watched this. I I begrudgingly watched this because of the pod. Right. And I had a blast. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> you know like you cuz I I know I say I go in with like a open mind. Yeah. But like sometimes you have preconceived notions going in. in. Yeah. And when it just like stomped on all those conceived notions and just <laughs> I was having such a blast. Yeah. I was like you don't realize you're having fun while you're having fun, you yeah. know, it just takes over you. Yeah. And it, like yeah, I found out later that the director yeah. is also the director who made Creed 2. Oh, nice. So, I uh, I like him a lot as a filmmaker and my favorite maybe thing in a movie this year Yeah. was when Bumblebee jumps out of the plane and <laughs> that song plays where it's like I think it's like don't call it a comeback. Yeah. That yes. Yeah. <laughs> What a ball. Yeah. Yes, so much of fun. So yes, biggest surprise of the year. What is yours? For me it was originally it was between Dungeons and Dragons and um Rainfield. Okay. Because I had never heard of Rainfield. Very until you suggested it. Mm. And I watched it and I had so much fun with it. Mm. Like it in in my mind it wasn't a 10, obviously. I think I gave it like a 7 or something. Yeah. But way better than you thought. Yeah. It was much much better than I thought. The story was so what's the word? Engrossing, mm. I guess. Like I it's it's very similar to your uh Transformers thing where I was like Oh, this movie, I don't know, it, it probably won't be great going into it. And then suddenly I'm engrossed and like and I was flown by and I'm like, "Oh. Okay. I'm having fun here. This is good fun." You were flown by. I was flown by. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> An hour has flown by. No, you said you were flown by. No. That's why I was like what plane who took you away? <laughs> That's why I was, you know, confused about what you said there. Okay, wait, hold on. And let's check the tape. <laughs> It's me, Tyler, I'm a dickhead. <laughs> okay, so I don't know why I cut to that, but okay. <laughs> yes, carry on. Um, but yeah, I just I really really loved it. I loved the the next both the next were very very good in it um one is dracula one is renfield yes i know <laughs> i watched the movie <laughs> i'm just making sure um and i loved the whole idea of kind of diving into toxic relationships yes. although doing it differently doing I, it in the form of a vampire yeah. doing it, and not just a vampire the prince of darkness himself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But that, yeah. yeah, the most abusive relationship you can have. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, that was my biggest surprise of the year. Oh, very nice. Mm. 
So mine is biggest disappointment of the year. Okay. The flip side of that. Yeah. Did you have this category? I did, yes. So <laughs> <laughs> So far we are in the worst case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> All we have is the same stuff. Yeah. So uh, far. Can I go through it first? Yeah, go for it. So similarly I I have a rule. Right. Okay. Well, the other one, it's I have to have no expectations. This one, I have to have expectations, right? Yeah. I right. can't go into it like not knowing anything or, you know, it has to like be a sequel or like a from a director I love or yeah. like something, you know? Right. So, number five, Rebel Moon. Okay. You were excited for it. Now the listeners don't know what I'm talking about. Or do they? <laughs> but... Uh, I think the commentary for this is going to come out after this episode. Uh, no, I believe the commentary for Rebel Moon comes out first. Okay. Either way, I was very excited for Rebel Moon. Okay. I thought, okay, Zack Snyder, he is unshackled from the Warner Brothers Corporation who were allegedly, you know, making him cut down his movies. Yeah. You know, he has complete free, uh, creative freedom on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, let's see what what he can do right and it was such a huge step down the cgi looked awful yeah um not a well thought out movie (laughs) (laughs) it just you know left me feeling sour okay um then number four indiana jones and the dial of destiny okay which i'm such a huge fan of indiana jones at well I'm such a huge fan of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I like the other movies, but Temple of Doom is, like, I'm so... That's my number one. Yeah. Well, my number one, uh, maybe Steven Spielberg movie. Okay. Wow. Yeah, but um, added to that, because the thing is, they're not getting Spielberg back. They're not getting Lucas back. Yeah. The director they did get was James Mangold. Yes. And I'm a huge Mangold fan. He made Logan. Right. Which, candidate for the best superhero movie ever made. Okay. Uh, Logan is phenomenal. Right. Use that word again. (laughs) But it's been quite a while since I did, so fuck you, (laughs) listeners. I'm allowed to use a word twice. Um, Yeah. So, in relation to what I was hoping, very poor. Okay. I would... (laughs) I'm trying to see if I could move it higher, but the next three are kind of locked in as yes <laughs> even bigger disappointment so number three Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 okay which yeah we spoke about it on the episode I yeah. hold the first Guardians movie in such high esteem it's my favorite Marvel you know MCU movie yeah it's my I think it's it's also the best one but that's just personal opinion yeah it's uh, it shocked me how bad it was in relation to the others yeah and I guess that's a minority opinion. A lot of people loved Volume 3. Right. But to me, it was such a big step down. So the first movie I have as a, a 10. Yeah. The second one, I jump between like an 8 and a 9. Okay. Usually lay on an 8. Yeah. And this one is a 6. So it's been going down in 2s. Yeah. <laughs> but the other one was at least an 8 out of 10. Yeah. This is a 6. This was so like... Not a good capper to the Guardians... And obviously, James Gunn has gone to DC now. Yeah. So, uh, that was the end of his Guardians trilogy. And yeah. I thought it went out on such a whimper. Yeah. 
But again, that's just personal opinion. Other people like it. Okay. Yeah. Then I have The Killer, which is David Fincher's newest movie. Yeah. And I went through... The thing is, I went through his filmography. Yeah. Because of Blank Check. And seeing The Killer in relation to his past couple of movies, so disappointing. Okay. It's not good. Well, it is a good movie. Okay. I gave it a seven. Yeah. So it's fine, but it's not... Fincher is just banging out tens for fun. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> he's one of, like, I'm ex- he's like, I thought the killer and Oppenheimer would be going at it, you know, yeah. for my best movie of the year. And it's nowhere near, like, <laughs> in the conversation for best movie of the year. Right. That's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. And I thought, I thought it would be. That's the, <laughs> that's the point of biggest disappointment of the year. Right? Yeah. Number one. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. I that, thought fair it enough. was good, but again, the first Spider-Verse changed the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I, I'm not saying, okay, let me take that back in, in, about changing the game. It changed the game for me. Okay. I didn't used to take notice of animation. Yeah. And that, you know, was one of the things that clicked in my mind oh actually you could you can be creative you can do so many new things you you don't have to be uh boxed in yeah with like the usual animation style right and then <laughs> the way this one is just so crap yeah and my friend swears by it he's like uh this is the best movie of the year it's better than the first one and he told me miles morales is his spider-man Oh. Not Peter Parker. Oh. So I was like, wow. Damn. That's... I like Miles as well, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But this movie... Come on, Jack. Let's be serious now. <laughs> it was a huge disappointment for me. Yeah. Okay. Your, your one. Uh, my most disappointing movie of the year was Gran Turismo. I had huge expectations for it. Like, you know, it's a... Gran Turismo was a game series that I grew up on. I think it was the first... Like, Gran Turismo 4, I think, was the first racing game I ever played. And it's pretty much responsible for getting me into cars. Right? Um, but the, the problem with the movie isn't the movie itself. It's... the dr- Well, it's kind of the movie itself. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's... The dramatic liberties that they took in creating the movie. Yes. Because, you know, it's based on a true story. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know that. True story. It's based <laughs> on a true story. Bro. Yeah. You know how many fucking times they told us it's based <laughs> on a true story? <laughs> That's the one thing I fucking know about it. What? Oh, yeah. Yes. All I... Every single poster has based on a true story. Yeah. Before the movie started, this is based on a true <laughs> yeah. story. All they did was hammer into us what a true story it is, bro. Yeah. But yes, I had no idea until you until told me now. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was all fake. <laughs> yes. Uh, carry on. But like, why? Uh, what liberties did they take? Um, there's a lot of different stuff. Like it's like the flying car. Which... You told me that was fine. That's what happened. Well, yeah, it is what happened. But the the kind of aftermath of that, where they blamed him for the car instead of 
the engineers that worked on it. So are you saying that didn't happen in real life? Yeah, because it's it's entirely the company's fault. It's the team's fault that uh, the car flew. So in real life, the team got in trouble. Yeah. And he didn't get in trouble. Yeah, because it's not his fault. But they did the opposite in the movie. Yeah. Okay. So what's upsetting about that? It's just I didn't like that they did it like that. Because they could have done the team instead. And, they, and I don't know, had it, had it play out very similarly. This is very surprising. Really? Yeah. Huh. Tell me something. Are you an engineer? Not yet, but I'm on my way there. You're starting to become an engineer. Yeah. Now, this movie is saying it's the driver's fault the engineers were. <laughs> <laughs> the engineers did nothing wrong. <laughs> so are you identifying with the car driver like, oh, they're throwing this guy underneath the bus? Yeah, you're the engineer. They should be doing it on behalf of you. They should be saying this fucking idiot. That's why I'm surprised you're siding with the driver. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But, but you, you, you're, you're, your, what's the word? Like, you don't have a side. <laughs> you, <laughs> you look at what's right and what's wrong and you choose. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. All right. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was very, very disappointing for me. Mm. But, yeah, that's uh, that's it for my most disappointing category. Well, well, I gave it an order. Yeah. So, yeah. Your next one? My next one is... The most disturbing movie that I've watched this year. Uh, okay, so I don't have this. Oh, I see. Okay. Good. I was not thinking about what disturbed me. Sorry. <laughs> I just... Um, so there was... Uh, how do I describe it? Like, I don't watch many uh, disturbing movies. But for the part, I've been watching a lot more <laughs> of them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yes. And so mine this year was Talk to Me. Ah, oh, Talk to the Hand. Yeah, Talk to the Hand. I just, uh, you know, it, it was a lot of the... the. I, I don't know if you can really call it uh, like body horror. It's not really body horror. horror. It's just horror movie, yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of like physical horror. Like the kid bangs his head into a desk. Yeah. And they have a whole lot of like, um, not jitters, but what do you, like twitches, I guess, when they're possessed. That yeah. really kind of freaked me out. And so for me, that was the most disturbing movie of uh, the year. Alright. Yeah. Well, I have an answer. Okay. Well, you could, maybe you can hear the mouse clicking on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was checking, you know, some things. Yeah, and I would say the most disturbing movie is *Bo's Afraid*. Okay, which, uh, <laughs> fair enough. This guy, his mother has been telling him his whole life that when he has an orgasm, he's gonna die. Yeah, and you see his balls are huge, <laughs> and like at the end of the movie, he finally has sex. Yeah, and he doesn't die, and you think, "Phew, that's so cool!" <laughs> you know. <laughs> Maybe it was all a lie. <laughs> and then the person he's having, having sex with dies. <laughs> and their body goes like into rigor mortis while <laughs> on yeah. top of him. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I would point out that that's maybe a little bit more disturbing <laughs> than the talk to me or talk to them. I get that. All right. Uh, me. Yeah. 
so I have I thought what is the dominant force of our time okay the comic book movie fair enough and I thought let's rank the comic book movie all well, the superhero movies is from this year okay and number five I have the Marvels as a six okay which two of those two whole points is just for Iman Vellani <laughs> <laughs> we spoke about it earlier with her performance but I thought this movie wasn't great right there was some interesting creative sequences okay but on the whole it didn't deliver well I don't really have expectations but the first movie made a billion yeah so you'd assume there'd be like at least something there yeah and it was horrific there was no billion to be had mm. then in fourth place I had Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 also a 6 okay which shows you how bad of a year it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of my huge disappointments made the best of comic books list yeah to be fair there's only a handful of comic book movies every year yeah but still it's <laughs> it's it's uh, I think it's been a very down year for for comic book movies mm. yeah and also the thing is like in the 2010s we used to have like X-Men movies yeah MCU movies DC movies mm. now because uh, Marvel bought Fox yeah they we don't have as many movies as we did in the 2010s per year yeah Although Marvel itself is putting out the same number of movies, the industry around there ha- is putting out less. Yeah. Right? Then in third place, I have Justice League War World, which okay. is the animated movie. I spoke about it in the recommendations a few weeks ago. Yeah. Maybe months ago. <laughs> where there's like something that's the Justice League are in different realms. Yeah. And they break out and they team up. Yeah. And yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Second, I have Spider Verse again. <laughs> such a <laughs> such a weird year where like this huge disappointment is on is the best of you know. It. I mean, it's in second, but yeah. it's a seven out of ten. Okay. Which I'm pretty sure I said the first one is a ten. This one is a seven. Yeah. So you can see what a huge drop off it is. Yeah. So I I liked this movie-ish. You kind of liked it in a way. I can recognize that there's good filmmaking going on. Okay. But I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. So I gave it a seven. Okay. Again, because it's well made, but just in relation to the first one. Yeah. Huge disappointment. I was so kind of upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Then in first place we have Blue Beetle, which okay. yeah. <laughs> I should have put this also on my uh, biggest surprise. Yeah, but I wasn't really surprised. I'm kind of a Blue Beetle fan. Okay, you know, like yeah. I, I like a lot of superheroes. It's he's not like one of my top ten guys, but I mean, I like him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's in. Is there? Is there? He's from, not from. The first time I saw him was in. Uh, Young Justice yeah and that storyline we spoke about it on the episode where yeah the Reach are invading Earth yeah so I've liked Jaime Reyes right uh, and we also the commentary we did I saw him on The Brave and the Bold yeah right 
big fan of him so it's not a surprise that i like this yeah it's a surprise that this is while well, we're watching Aquaman tomorrow yeah uh but i don't know if you're watching you're just driving me oh i don't know about this all right okay well, I'm but i'm driving to, you the thing is i'm i can't remember I think I told both you and my brother oh. that I need a lift. <laughs> so okay. not one, I told both. Okay. And I'm just trying to see who's going to bite. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, I should say the reason I'm getting driven is because I'm drunk. Okay. Not getting drunk tomorrow, I'm drunk now. You, <laughs> you are currently I'm literally drunk. currently drunk. That's why I need a driver. Right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Blue Beetle. <laughs> yes. Surprising even though not the most surprising yeah that i had such a good good time with the george lopez one of my favorite characters <laughs> uh, in comic book mo- movies this year yeah um yes my number one comic book movie this year blue beetle that is fair enough do you have a um my number one comic book and movie. oh sorry 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 yeah don't mean to interrupt you but i am <laughs> uh everything i gave was superhero Yeah. Based, but I it's a comic book ranking. Yeah. So like the killer could have been on the list. Okay. The killer is based on a French comic. Okay. So just any yeah. comic. That's what I wanted to. Right. I wanted to tell you so in mm. case you thought I was only naming superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> that it would be a superhero. I know I understand a lot of comics are superhero based. Yeah. But yeah. But this is just all comic comics. books. Yeah. Like in the 2000s we had A History of Violence by David Cronenberg. Yeah. We had uh Road to Perdition by Sam Mendes like mm. there's a lot of co- the, the movie Old was on, uh, based on a comic huh. it's we spoke about this that yeah. it's a, it's a French comic we, yeah, we did. yes <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes any comic book yeah um graphic novel too okay yeah you i don't think the game <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you hadn't considered graphic novels <laughs> well all the graphic movie uh well graphic novel things that i've watched have been what uh, series oh yeah what so. no what um there's this one called lookism okay it's based on a manhwa all right and then obviously attack on titan is manga uh comic kind isn't, of. isn't it a different thing yeah it's it's very That's why it's similar called to manga comic. Well, it's it's very similar to comics, I would say. Mm. And why just, does it have a different name? Cuz it's from a different place. So the Japanese they think they're fucking cooler than us. Maybe. Cuz they have fucking boats. <laughs> 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 yes. yes. But um my comic book movie of the year would be Across the Spider-Verse. Fair enough. Yeah, I just I had it tied for first essentially yeah pretty much because yeah the top 3 are all sevens yeah so i agree with you yeah <laughs> or you agree with me because i said it first mm. yeah and i'm a real spiderman fan unlike certain co-hosts and uh, <laughs> the rest of the world i can't believe people say i'm not a spiderman fan <laughs> because i didn't li- i didn't like this movie i didn't like what's his name <laughs> tom <sighs> and that robbie spiderman movie people say i'm not a real spiderman fan it's a fucking shambles mate It's it's very similar to you know my dad. Yeah. He says he's uh, yes, a United fan. <laughs> yeah. You do know my dad. He says he's a United fan, but all he does is complain about United. 
well, that's he's right. Yeah. The thing is, yeah. if the team is doing bad, you want to point out how they're doing bad. Yes. So. But he doesn't know anything about the team. <laughs> <laughs> he made some good points to me the, yesterday. <laughs> when he trapped you. No, I spoke to him. Oh. He should have, he's been, basically he says, why doesn't thing play Regulon? Yes. Which is a fair point because Luke Shaw has been playing center back. Yes. But whatever. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yes, into the Spider-Verse. I keep interrupting you, I'm sorry. That's all good. I will survive. Anyway, my next category is best action sequences. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I feel like there's probably only one winner here. John Wick 4. Which, well, <laughs> it's falling down the staircase. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just... I, I feel like the whole franchise mm. just does fight sequences in a whole different way yes. to everything else. Mm. And it's so refreshing to see because, yeah. you know, it only comes out every now and then. Yeah. So in that time, we're getting all the the regular normal fight sequences mm. and then boom John Wick and it's so very different mm. and I love it so so much and it's a metaphor in it a metaphor yeah so he's going up the steps yeah and he keeps getting knocked down but he keeps getting up oh and yes. like there's no way out mm. unless he uses the way out at the end of the movie <laughs> 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 yes at the end of the movie he finds a way out but the staircase is a metaphor for he keeps doing the same the same thing over and over again. Yeah. He needs to find a different way to do it. Right. And yeah. the way he did that was from help from Donnie and... Yeah. Wink. Well, we'll see what happens in John Wick 5. Yeah. If they... I can't one. believe they... <laughs> 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 they end John Wick 4 in such a way that you think there's... No, that's the end. Yeah. And then they announce John Wick 5 <laughs> two weeks later. Unreal. <laughs> Carry on. I'm uh, thinking, okay, for one scene, maybe yeah. the Guardians hallway fight. Oh, Because again, yeah. this is your topic, so I I haven't had time to think about this, whatever. Yeah. So the Guardians hallway fight, that could be one. Mm. Um, action scenes. Yeah. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, where they're stabbing that guy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Salt Burn, where Barry Keown dances naked. <laughs> that was all action. <laughs> there was so much action. Yeah. In there. Napoleon, where they drown the or they shoot the horse. Oh yeah, that that's also a very cool scene. Actually. They shoot the horse and they they drop people in the ocean. Yeah, um, not the ocean in the lake. The uh, frozen lake. Yes. There's yeah. A, uh, there's a few. Mm. There's a few good things. Fair <gasps> enough. Is an action scene where Bumblebee jumps out of the plane. That's my number one. I got it. I got it. I got it. Because <laughs> he gets, he jumps from the plane and starts shooting people. Yeah. And he jumps on somebody's back and lands on the floor. Who's <laughs> like riding a person or a, a, an Autobot? Well, no, the opposite uh, of an Autobot. A Deceptor. A Deceptor card. Yeah. Uh, my next one. Yeah. Or are you done? Yeah. Okay. My next one is best TV show. Okay. So I don't know how much TV you watch this year. Um, not much. All right. So my number five is I think you should leave season three. Okay. Which I think you've seen this. Um, I haven't seen season three yet. Okay. 
because I do this thing where I start a thing and then I'll just leave for a while and then later on come back to it great stuff that's the that's the way Christopher Nolan intended you yes to watch of course yes <laughs> <laughs> alright oh it's me yes I th- <laughs> <laughs> the first two seasons I thought were like 10 out of 10 okay this season I thought was like an 8 out of 10 it took a step back but it's still very very funny and uh, yeah okay like I, if that's the number one show I recommend to people because like it's People like to laugh, obviously. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> people do like to laugh. Then at number four, I have I'm a Virgo. Okay. Which is an eight out of ten. It's the new Boots Riley project. Yes. Uh, we spoke about this. He made... Uh, Sorry to bother you. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of Boots Riley. Okay. I'm a Virgo is like... It's a superhero TV show. Yeah. But it's about class consciousness. Yes. So very cool. Uh, enjoyed that a lot right third I have How To With Jonathan Wilson okay. which again another one I spoke about on the pod yeah um, gave it a 9 out of 10 yeah it's uh, outstanding okay <laughs> <laughs> you know how I talk about uh, Nathan Fielder yeah Nathan Fielder is the executive producer for this and it's very similar to Nathan For You Okay. And yeah. this was his final season because just like Nathan for you, it's very difficult to produce this type of content. Okay. So they're done with it. And yes, I think, uh, <laughs> again, go watch it. Okay. Uh, well, watch all of these, but I'm saying very, very good show. Okay. And unique. It's not one of these cookie cutter bullshit things. Yeah. Unique. Right. Number two, Scott Pilgrim takes off. Nine out of ten. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen this? No. <laughs> well, I know I said I watched Scott Pilgrim in, in uh, preparation, preparation for this. And then you never did the thing. Yeah. You just prepped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Um, again, you think it's just going to be a adaptation of the comic. Yeah. And it turns into this balls on, balls off the wall uh, crazy TV show yeah. and they can do even more fun things in animation than they could in the live yeah, action one yeah so yes 9 out of 10 a lot of fun right watch it okay and number one is obvious yeah succession oh <laughs> 2023 is the year I became succession pulled it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I listen to the Succession theme song every day while I'm in the shower mainly. It's, okay. uh I don't know. You feel rich when you listen to it. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's such a powerful thing. You know, like I take back what I said about I think you should leave. Watch Succession. <laughs> Just watch Succession, dude. It's so good. It's I'm, I'm really thinking about watching it again. Okay. Like very soon because, yeah. Yeah. I think about it every day. Fair enough. Now <sighs> yeah, that's the end of my segment. Do you have any TV shows you want to chat about? Um, well, I saw you pull it up on your on your iPad while I was speaking. Yeah, <laughs> your, your your list of TV shows. Yeah. So, for me, it's between Black Mirror season six. Um, what season came out? Season six. Yeah. I mean, what's it? Was that this year? I'm pretty sure it was this year. 
Um, okay, I can't tell you because it doesn't say when it was released. Yeah, yeah, 2023. Okay. So, yeah, I, I really, really... Well, sorry, wait. It's between Black Mirror Season 6 and Rick and Morty Season 7. Mm. I, I really, really like... I didn't realize you watched Rick and Morty Season 7. I watched through so much since we've last recorded. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Um, both were a lot of fun. But I do think that I prefer Black Mirror because it's a little bit more... I don't know. There's just... There's something about it because it, it kind of goes to... I don't want to say it goes to darker places, but there's more... Supernatural. Yeah. Which I... I mean, yeah, I reckon Morty's more sci-fi. No, 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 no. Black Mirror has always been a technology show. Yeah. This latest season, there was... It's a bit more supernatural. Supernatural. Okay. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but at one point, a werewolf shows up. <laughs> so... <laughs> no, you spoiled it. <laughs> Very much more supernatural this year. Well, I don't want to say more. That implies it's happened in previous seasons. No, this is the first supernatural occurrences. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I just liked it. That's... Generally about it, yeah. Your next. Um, coolest effects. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, this can be any effects, but um, for my thing specifically, it was practical effects. Yeah. Because I was running on empty, and this was the only thing I could think of. Very nice. Yeah, thank you. Um, and it goes to Oppenheimer. Ah, yeah. which is the immediate thing that came to my mind yeah. in the bomb blow up. Yeah. Which is why later you'll find out that it's on the list. <laughs> okay. The, on the best picture list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Carry on. You're wasting the list this time by laughing. Um, it's just the specifically the bomb was so, so well done. Yeah. Like, I, I know Nolan came out. Uh, I'm not sure if it was... I, I'm pretty sure it was after the movie came out, but it's it was somewhere on the release. And he was like, yeah, we did this whole thing and we we um, we created, like, miniature sets and stuff so that the explosion would look bigger. Bigatures. Bigatures. Not miniatures. Okay, I'm sorry. Bigatures. Yes. <laughs> we created bigatures. We spoke about this on the episode. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I explained the concept of bigatures. They're miniatures, but they're big. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. But, uh, no, whatever. I'm just saying. But yeah, we... Um, this happened to you in your life. Why don't you, <laughs> you, want you remember this? I don't remember a lot of stuff. <sighs> anyway. Um, yeah, I, uh, I... I really liked the way that they... It, it's one of those things, and I spoke about it at the time as well, where an explosion will go off far away and you hear it immediately and there's no shockwave but with this every, accurate yeah everything was perfectly accurate you just love accuracy that is true what I the do. hell I'm a stickler for accuracy in love with Robin Hood <laughs> <laughs> carry on but yeah that's um, that's my uh, coolest effects for the year right. well I have one more category before best picture 
Yeah. Okay. How many do you have? I've got five. Five more categories. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. No, I'm done. Oh, was that your last one? Yeah, those were my five. Okay, this is my last one. Okay. Before Best Picture, obviously. Yeah. And it's Worst Picture, <laughs> which uh, some people say is mean-spirited. Okay. But I feel you should call out bad things. Okay. So that it improves. <laughs> right? Okay, yes, I see. So in 10th place, I have Asteroid City. Right. Which I gave a five. Okay. Certain people will say it's because I had a bad time at the theater. Certain people. Sunsenden. I don't know why I pronounce it. Like <laughs> <laughs> Sunsenden. Since then, I've rewatched it. You made a mental typo. Yes. Since then. <laughs> Since then, I watched Asteroid City on, you know, streaming. Yeah. And it sucks. Okay. It truly fucking sucks, right? Right. And I saw this post online the other day where it's like the worst movies of 2023 and Asteroid City was there. The movie Ghosted with Anna Darmus and yeah. Chris Evans. Yeah. And like two other garbage movies were on that list. Okay. I think The Meg was there. <laughs> <laughs> and like people were just replying, oh, you're doing this for attention yeah. Let me be clear. I'm not putting this on my my worst picture list for attention. Right. That movie sucked. Okay. This guy is so far up his own ass. Yeah. He all he has is uh, a color palette. That okay. movie means nothing. It's right. meandering nonsense and just pretentious garbage, you know? Right. <laughs> but he is a very, very good filmmaker. Okay. And I'm going to pick up this thread a little bit later, but I gave Asteroid City a five. Okay. In ninth place, Murder Mystery 2, which right. again, I gave a five. It's, we did an episode on it. Yeah. Uh, not good. Yeah. Not good. Uh, I have nothing much to say. <laughs> I don't like this franchise. And when we did the commentary, I far preferred the first one. Yeah. So, Yes. Some, something I don't even know <laughs> is a step down. Yeah. Then in eighth place, I have Fast X. Okay. Again, very disappointing. Uh, for me, it's been a very disappointing year. But what about family? Fuck them. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. What if you uh born into a family of rapists? What then, asshole? Then that is not a good thing. Yeah, but what about family? Mm-hmm. You that's, know that's not what I mean. That's but that's what you sound like. Damn. Okay. Anyway, this movie is not even about family. <laughs> it's about like, you know, your friends that become so close to you, they become like a chosen family. Yes. Or like a found family. Yeah. So yeah, family. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. But yes, I I thought Fast X up. And it was like a disappointment in relation to previous good movies within this franchise. Yeah. I think it just, it's reached that point where they don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> they're just moving in circles. They just, they realize that these movies make so much money and they're just trying to cash in. Yeah. Um, in seventh, another five, the last five, I have Hypnotic. Okay. Which... Which was on the way when we went to watch Bo is Afraid. Yeah. It was uh, the, the like the poster in front of the Bo is Afraid theater. Yeah. And I had to go to the toilet like <laughs> like three times during the movie. So <laughs> I kept seeing that poster. Uh, 
um, the it's it's kind of like you have these people who can who can fuck with your mind, right? So you don't know what's real. Yeah. And towards the end of the movie, I it's unclear to me whether the filmmakers know what's real or not. Okay. Like it's it's you know it's twist city. Yeah. There's a twist here, like oh. This actually wasn't real. This was in your mind. <gasps> and then two minutes later, actually, it wasn't in your mind. It was all real. And but there's something else that's in your mind. Oh. And it's like <laughs> twist. No, that's not true. Here's another twist. <laughs> oh, that's not true. Here's another twist. It's there's nothing to grab onto. Yeah. If there's like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, I simply don't know. Fair enough. Uh. In sixth, I have Freelance, which okay. I gave a four. Rubbish movie. I. It should be higher because I, I regret paying money to go to a theater to see it. <laughs> the next week, it came out on on streaming. Yes. And, yeah, deeply upsetting movie. Okay. A worse version of Romancing the Stone, yes. Indiana Jones, etc. Yeah. We spoke about this. We did, All of these, yes. a lot of these, we did episodes on. Then, fifth, the Meg. Yeah. Another movie I regret spending money on. <laughs> like we, I've, I've told the story many times, but I was just, I really wanted popcorn. Yes. And to watch a movie. Yeah. And they were just either movies I've seen before or baby movies. Yeah. And then they had the Meg, and I was like, all right, let's make it up. <laughs> and it was a two, and it was a four out of ten. Yeah. It's the Meg two. That's why. I, <laughs> I saw two there, and I, I said two, but yes. It's uh, somewhere between a two and a four out of ten. Yes, both freelance and the Meg, I, I regret it. And they both should be higher because I paid money. <laughs> like, <laughs> and in fourth, another four, I have Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. Garbage movie. Yeah. Just, I think there's like a good movie hidden in there. Yeah. But it's just so poorly made. Okay. That it kind of falls apart. Right. Um... Third, I have Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, which I gave a four. It's so low budget. <laughs> it's, uh, it's <laughs> I don't know, like maybe like a hundred rand, and this was made in Britain, so <laughs> that's like ten pounds. Yeah. <laughs> they spent a tenner on this this entire movie, bro. Like, there's some good shots. So again, like I can see, there's like some trappings of a good movie. Right. But it's very poor. Okay. Uh, in second place, I have the Mario movie. Oh. As a three. Oh. <laughs> right. Uh, I should say for both worst picture and best picture, I've I've reconsidered every single movie. Yeah. And re-rated them. I see that. So yeah. there's a, a bunch of things that you, you're going to be like, oh, that's not what you gave before. Yeah. But uh, at the end of every year, I just kind of sit down and like, go through the movies again yeah okay so I, I just had to do it a few days earlier right. I usually do it in the new year like the yeah. first or the second day okay now I did it on the 23rd okay but yeah. <laughs> anyway third place I have Mario as a three. Second place yes yeah in second place I have Mario as a three right <laughs> it sucked okay we did an episode at the time I gave it a four yeah I bumped it down to a three because I'm so it just pisses me off. Yes. Because it could have been good. Yeah. I think. I see. But everything, I despise it. Okay. And yet, it's not number one. Yeah. Number one 
is Lady Wallers. Okay. Do you know what that is? No. Do you know what the Daily Wire is? No. It's Ben Shapiro's, uh, you know, uh, organization. Like a, like a newsletter kind of thing? No. Oh. He has a whole setup, you know? Okay. Like, he does YouTube videos, he does podcasts, he does, like, books. Yeah. So now they've recently set up, like, a studio. Okay. To make movies and stuff. Oh, right. I right? see. Yeah. Uh, and not just that, they're just, they're expanding. Okay. So, like, they gave Jordan Peterson a contract. Yeah. They gave... Oh, they were trying to get Crowder in, but they couldn't come to an agreement. Uh, but basically, they've been expanding, and they made okay. a movie. Right. Which was called Lady Ballers. Right. Which I've given a zero. That is impressively low. The thing is, I was thinking about doing, like, something comical, like, Minus Infinity. <laughs> right? But you get nothing. Yeah. Fuck off. This is a horrific, transphobic piece of shit. Okay. Right? Which, that in and of itself deserves a zero. Right. But on a technical level, it fails on every <laughs> in every category. Like, this is allegedly a comedy. Okay. I didn't... Because there's weird right-wing stuff that I laugh at all the time. Right. Because, like, broken clocks, etc. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally, somebody will make a good joke by mistake. Yeah. Or, like, I'll laugh at something ironic. There's nothing ironic to laugh at in this movie. There's nothing you know to appreciate like oh that's a good shot or like oh this was good acting yeah everything fucking sucks about this movie okay and i hope they fuck off by the way here's a nice little tidbit ben shapiro admitted that they wanted to do a a oh sorry i should tell you the plot of the movie (laughs) it's about like they find out that trans people can be on a woman's team well you know Okay. Male to female trans person. Yeah. Can be on a woman's basketball team. Right. So they get a bunch of guys to pretend to be women. Oh, I see. Right? And they be they go to win a basketball championship. It's like the Iranian football team. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. But he wanted to make a documentary. Okay. But they couldn't find evidence of this happening anywhere. <laughs> so they had to make a fictional version of it. Right? Okay. The, the right wing kind of what's the word you know when you're like pointing out a problem but you don't ever plan to do anything about it you don't give a fuck you're just doing it as like a like a just to it's do called, something it's called concern trolling okay you don't actually have any concern about this but you're you're bringing it up as a big thing yeah okay. right that's concern trolling they're concern trolling about women's sports Right. They're saying, ooh, what about all these women? They work so hard to, you know, play sports and now they can't play sports because of uh, trans women. Yeah. Which they don't give a fuck about that, first of all. (laughs) Okay. Second of all, it's not a big deal. The actual women players don't care. Yeah. They've said it many times. It's only people outside of the game that... That do care. That give a... Like, that want to protest and, you know, like, do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, zero. Okay. You'll get nothing. Get out of here. Fair Beat enough. it, nerd. Anyway, can we get to best picture? <laughs> um, I would say my worst picture of the year. Well, for me, personally, was Bowers Afraid. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. But for me, I just, I couldn't really get into it. Wow. Like it was, 
it was just so confusing to me mm. and i i just never really liked it i i went and took a look at it again i took a look at my notes and i was like maybe maybe i could find another point somewhere but nothing for me personally it's a metaphor in it yes all right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was yeah. my worst movie of the year best picture yeah the big one yeah so oh should i go through my yeah number 10 knock at the cabin okay m night shyamalan movie yeah i gave it an 8 out of 10 a lot of people hate this movie right um, yeah they're calling it anti gay yeah because a gay person dies at the end uh i don't know i loved it a lot <laughs> i thought it was great i was considering giving dave batista a best actor nomination okay it's just that was a very stacked category so i couldn't yeah kind of fit him in but wonderful movie okay i don't know why people hate it uh yeah 8 out of 10 yeah number 9 i have no hard feelings which also gave an 8 uh originally gave it a 9 but i've kind of cooled on it mm very funny movie i we spoke about this earlier about like this is just not what the kind of movie they make anymore yeah. and i'm very if this were made 10 years ago i wouldn't blink an eye at it okay but because we're so lacking in good comedies this just stood out to me like right. wow yeah <laughs> i had such a ball with it mm. right eight we have talked to the end okay which also gave an eight okay i think i gave a nine originally but yeah. again You know, as time goes on and you think about it more, it's like, ah, uh, maybe I was being too lenient. Yeah. Right? Did we speak about Talk to Them? Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, I feel. It was my most disturbing. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was disturbing. That means it was, it achieved what it wanted to do. Yeah. It's a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's trying to disturb you. So, yes, 8 out of 10. Okay. Number 7. Nine out of ten. I've got dream scenario. Yeah, great the movie. Great movie. Uh, I was considering nine or ten. Last episode, I said it's a ten, but yeah, I bumped it back down to a oh. nine. Okay, fair enough. Here we have a movie we haven't talked about. It's called The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, which I gave a nine. I'm sure we spoke about it. In yes, yes. I'm saying this episode. Oh yeah, yeah. We haven't spoken about it recently. This is the proof. that asteroid city is bullshit. Okay. Because wonderful story of Henry Sugar directed by Wes Anderson as well. Yeah. And he has the style but there's substance to it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> This is watch them back to back. Watch Asteroid City and watch The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar and you can see the the contrast between you know when he has an actual writer with a a a good story behind it. Yeah. And him just fucking around. Okay. Right. Um yeah, watch it. It's like it's a short movie. So I think it's just it's just under or over an hour. I, <laughs> I can't it's just under now. I can't remember right now, but mm. yes, it's not a long movie. Well, yeah. it's 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 actually a short Actually, I don't know what the classification would be, but it's it's shorter than a lo- normal feature movie. It's like a uh it wouldn't be a short film. It's like mm. a short movie. Whatever. long short film <laughs> <laughs> it's 
In fifth place, I have Bo. <laughs> I have Bo is afraid, which is I've bumped it down to a nine. Okay. Uh, as time has gone on, again I've kind of cooled on it. Yeah. Uh, I still think it's a phenomenal movie, well shot, etc. Okay. It's just the final act. I think let's sit down a little bit. Okay. So that's why I bumped it down to a nine. Right. I can see myself in the future bumping it back up to a ten. Yeah. Or whatever, depending on how I'm feeling. So, at current moment, I have it as a five. I, I have it at five. Yeah. Giving it a nine. Right. In fourth place, I have Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay. Gave it a nine as well. Initially a ten, bumped it down to a nine. Right. Great movie. Anything to say? Um, not really. Besides, it's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the like the what do you call them? I guess the three leads, pretty much. Yeah, they all knock it out of the park. Yeah. But again, De Niro is so far ahead of them. Yeah. No, they again they're great. It's just De Niro is that's a he's just De Niro. That's a life changing performance. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's madness. It's gonna kickstart his career. Yeah. <laughs> this little Bobby De Niro kid. <laughs> I'm on the lookout for him in the future. <laughs> Alright. Number three I have leave the world behind. Okay. Again I gave it a ten, bumped it down to a nine. Yeah. Um fantastic movie. Yeah. Sam Ismail is my guy. Yeah. It's just he's one of you guys. So who are you guys? Sammy Smell. Yeah. <laughs> one of them. Um I think I was just too excited. Yeah. And too like lenient the first time. Okay. I actually watched it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a huge fan. And you can see like the paintings on the wall are changing oh. from scene to scene. Like, uh, you don't realize that. Like, he does stuff like that just for fun. So is that a story thing? It is. Oh. But it's him also showing, like, I'm a great director. I can can do this stuff. You know what I said about Mr. Robot? Where, like, there's an entire episode where he doesn't say words. Yeah. There's an entire episode where uh, it's done in one shot. Yeah, there's there's stuff like that where it's just Sam Ismail flexing like, hey, <laughs> nobody can do this. I'm the only one who can do this, <laughs> right? <laughs> now I said leave the world behind felt episodic. Yeah, and it felt like there was some pieces missing. So I would have preferred it to be a mini series, okay, or something. You know, giving a little bit more fleshing out. Yeah, uh, I, and the thing is, uh, Sam Ismail works better in long, long form. Long form, I feel. Okay. Because of I'm only comparing it with Mr. Robot, but <laughs> <laughs> well, he also did Homecoming, and yeah, I've only seen Homecoming. Okay. But yes, I will move on to the next one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, Past Lives. Okay. Which I originally gave a nine, but I I was like, uh, is it a nine or a ten? And I said, I you know. Decided Decided on 9 But I've decided now To bump it up Okay And Yeah Wonderful love story Yeah uh, I mentioned it earlier That like Those three leads Yeah They bounce well Off each other They You know It's just a, such a strong story Yeah Wonderfully acted And Yeah Nothing else to say Okay Number 1 should be Extremely obvious Yeah It's mine as well 
Christopher Nolan's best movie I feel uh, I've actually gone back I didn't mention it recommendations but I watched Inception and Interstellar okay a few weeks ago yeah and I don't know why he's not one of my guys <laughs> but he should really be one of my guys <laughs> and Oppenheimer I think is the first like he's got his foot in the door yeah well I like so many of his movies you know like <laughs> yeah. I love the one about the magicians the one uh, Memento what's the magicians the prestige I love the prestige I love okay. Memento yeah I like insomnia yeah following is fine oh yeah the Batman movies yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry I wasn't thinking uh, I I think the third Batman movie sucks yeah the second one is amazing first one is boring okay but yes this yeah. is his best movie I had the best time at the movies watching this this year yeah Sam it's if they don't give it to him for this that's how we know it's corrupt yeah because a lot of people we, we spoke about this on the Oppenheimer episode they changed the rules to make best picture a 10 instead of 5 yeah I'm 10 nominees instead of 5 nominees I, 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 because, a 10 rated movie instead because, of because <laughs> <laughs> yes because uh, Dark Knight wasn't nominated yes there was such a backlash to that they had to expand the thing to 10 movies yeah I don't believe Dark Knight is Oscar worthy. Okay. I believe it's an 8 out of 10. Okay. Right? Right. But Oppenheimer is a strong 10 out of 10. Yeah. If they don't nominate him for this, there's nothing he can do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, what's the other one? Interstellar. Yeah. I don't think Interstellar was also... Oscar. Actually, it might have been. I can't remember that year. Yeah. If it was a stronger week year. Because you also have to think about the year. Yeah. But yes, if he doesn't win for this, then there's no hope. Yeah. Because Oppenheimer is the juice. Yeah. <laughs> it is amazing. Um yeah, your your thoughts. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things where it's like um it's so wonderfully shot in such a different way, I would say. Like you know, you see like regular shots um in other movies where it's just like you know they'll be having conversations and it'll be like over the shoulder shots or whatever but this was just different you know it it was kind of stand out in how it was different because it was like you know i don't know if it's weird that i liked it but the the cillian murphy shots where it's just like close-ups of his face yeah <laughs> well that's what i was talking about of like subtle understated acting yeah that you don't upon first watch you don't really appreciate yeah and on the second time I watched it I was like oh wow yeah this guy is really you know doing a lot yeah yes he's doing a lot while doing very little yes yeah hmm. but yeah I it's there's not much else to say about it we've I would say we've raved about it for most of this year and it deserves to be bro yeah the it's so so good year. That, uh, well, is that it? Yeah. So thank you for listening. Please don't to rate, review, subscribe, give a like. Give two likes. Etc. <laughs> <laughs> Importantly, needs to be a five star. Well, just give any review. <laughs> we need the fucking engagement, goddammit. Just review uh, us, please. Yes, give it a zero and like write 
I'll try not to give it a zero. <laughs> <laughs> but write a review. Let us know, like, are we fucking up here? You know, what should we be doing? Yeah. Uh, I know this has been a very low energy episode. Yeah. Because amongst an, a number of things, we are getting cooked. Yeah. It is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> We're on death's door. <laughs> but yes, um, please subscribe on Patreon to listen to our movie commentaries. We've recorded so many fucking commentaries over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. We just <laughs> commentaries so, so out many. the wazoo, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of them will go on the main feed. Yeah. And you'll probably may have heard it already. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can find all our links at paceup.com. That's P-A-I-C-I-P.com. Please tell a friend. Tell that friend to tell a friend. Tell a family member. Tell everyone. And uh, yeah, goodbye.